0: Encouragement and empowerment are our business, and this is what we do. Greetings and welcome to From Victim to Victories podcast episode 47. I am Miss Mary, your host, and the mission of From Victim to Victory is to share good news you're not a victim you are victorious, and you can live an abundant life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do on this weekly podcast, encouraging everyone to live their best life by possessing the holistic approach, making a lifestyle of positively feeding the spirit, mind, and body. Simply put, I like to say, encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Alrighty, it's prayer time. Precious Father, it is once again another opportunity to come before you and say thank you, Father. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. We love you and we thank you, Lord, for each and every one who's listening to this podcast Father, we thank you for every home this represented Father. We just praise you and thank you, Father, that they're joining us on this podcast. And that we continue to empower, we continue to just pour into them. And that they, Father God, will become not just better listeners, but most of all doers. Yes. We are growing when we are moving to who and who you have called us to be and what you want us to be and to know who we are. And we thank you, Father. And thank you once again, Father, for our guests that's joining me on this podcast. Father, we ask that you decrease him and I and use us for your glory and that these people, once again, Father God, will be more blessed than when they join uh, listening to the podcast. So we thank you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. And we welcome you. Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Alrighty, righty. So... For our listeners, I want to say thank you. As always, you know, I appreciate you and thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I don't take it lightly. You know, I say it and probably still don't say it often enough. Uh, You could be doing something else. So, (laughs) I don't take it for granted that you took the time to listen uh, to our podcast. Now, before we get started, I want to um, present um, the idea of... Um, you grabbing a pen and paper, your computer tablet or whatever it is, you can take some good notes on uh, because once again, I like to emphasize it is an educational podcast. So I want to make sure you take uh, uh, some time to do that. Okay, and then to my new listeners, I want to welcome you if you're first time and thank you as well. Thank you especially for joining us and tuning in. And um, that means that our regular listeners are doing their homework because their homework every week. I tell them, invite somebody, share the podcast. <laughs> so thank you once again, um, all of you for joining us. Okay, So, my guests, um, in the past few weeks, we've been having our team members join me. They've been my guests on the podcast. But today, I am honored and excited to have joining me today is Dr. Thomas Francis. And I want to say welcome, Dr. Francis. I want to welcome you to the podcast and thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. And I also want to say, as I tell all of my first time uh, with my guests who's joining me for the first time on the podcast, I always tell them that now you are a part of Team Victory. (laughs) So, um, and even though it's your first time. You can count on it not being your last time. So, (laughs) I want to welcome you once again to the podcast. Well, (laughs) and thank you for joining me. Well, leading up to the conversation, I just want to say, um, before we actually start the conversation, I want to say to um, my listeners that uh, COVID-19... Uh, in this season, I think, I think in all of us um, have had many people in our family, our church families, um, our friends' families, and our friends um, and co-workers and, and people in their family uh, this year. We've all had a lot of people in our families to transition uh, this year. And it's not all uh, been COVID-19 related. But my point is, uh, the point that I'm trying to make is we have lost a lot of our loved ones this year. And, um, you know, we know that um, life, you know, going, that's part of, uh, of life on this earth is we're not here forever. That we are, we all have an expiration date, as I say. And death is that vehicle that takes us out of this world to those immortal bodies. And um, so this year, it just, it just seems like, to me, even the whole year, and everybody's saying that the whole year is going really fast, and it just seems to me it's like it, it's been a paradigm shift. And there have been record numbers of loved ones uh, leaving us. And I know personally, myself, I just had three people. You know, you can't even keep up with all of them. But it has been three people in my family personally in the past three to four weeks that uh, have transitioned. And then Sunday, I just lost a dear, a very dear friend of mine um, um, transition. And I don't think... Anyone uh, can ever really prepare themselves emotionally and mentally uh, for the death of a loved one. So, how do we deal with it? And the healthy way um, is to grieve. And um, listeners, we know that I am a big promoter of health. So, I asked Dr. Francis to join me today to have a conversation about grieving. And, um, You know, I've never done this before, but today I am dedicating this podcast to all those who are grieving, all the bereaved families, and to anyone who has lost a loved one this year. And I noted uh, grief, people grieve differently and at different times. You know, Um, it's no set time uh, when and how long to grieve. So, um, and I'm sure Dr. Francis is going to share his thoughts on these um, points today. Um, But before we get started with the conversation, I want to ask Dr. Francis, um, being your first time and normally I many times I'll ask for the bio sometimes I don't we change up things a little differently so obviously Dr. Francis that is the case today I'm just going to ask you before we start our conversation um, on grief to just introduce yourself so tell us a little bit about um, who Dr. Francis is and what he does thank you <laughs> Yes, ma'am. So I'm gonna pass uh, you the mic now. <laughs> until I, I look until I interrupt and open my mouth again. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. Uh, thank you so much for having me uh, with the team victory and uh Miss Banner. We just Miss Banner, we're uh, glad to be here in this present in this present time. Uh, I, again again I'm Thomas L. Francis and I am the founder and CEO of Pastoral Care Institute of Atlanta and um, basically what that is is um, is past, a pastor being careful and watching over the sheep and providing care, emotional care and sensitive to uh, people's needs as they occur. Uh, for myself, I am a uh, 20 years hospice chaplain here in the Atlanta area, as well as an adjunct professor for United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio. So um, I won't get into a whole lot of details, but that's basically <laughs> what I do. I am so also an author. I wrote, uh, I have written two books. One is I Watch Them Die and Die Lives Matter. And the other the other is a children's book, uh uh Death hit the Loom family. So we'll I'll explain that book to you as we go along. Okay. But uh, do you want me to go through what I have to say and then just we'll talk about it or uh, do you want to talk about it as we go? Uh
0: we about, we'll talk about it as we as we go. As we go. Okay. So yes. I'll
1: just, I'm just gonna if you will, I'm just gonna start talking, and then you you interrupt me uh and,
0: and I'm good at that so <laughs> okay.
1: right. okay. Okay. Uh, so as we know, uh, people are challenging emotional holiday feelings during this season, and uh as we embark upon yet another holiday season, we wish good tidings and joy upon everyone that we are connected with. However, there are people in our lives who have a hard time facing the joy due to discombobulated feelings from unwarranted past events, such as a loved one passing or separating from anything that's dear to their heart. These events of sorrow have brought the paradigm of sadness and caused separation during the holiday season. Seeing others around us celebrating and unpacking ornaments and watching TV commercials and listening to songs on the radio only intensify the pain of grieving and produce a sense of loneliness and despair. So, um, so what do we what do we see happening? Uh, we see people dreading the coming holidays because they are when they remember these, uh, events, uh, remembering fest with loved ones that they shared once there, they may, there may be a song or poems or saying, they may even be in places such as the malls or the stores, uh, plays and movies. We become not so happy and looking forward to those holidays because it triggers those feelings again. And, um, uh, But I want you to know that you you do not stand alone in this. Uh, I use a little scripture in Laminations uh, 3.32. Though he brings grief, he will always show compassion. So great is his unfailing love. Mm -hmm. So um, when you talk about trigger, trigger is is defined as a lever that causes intense and emotional negative. Emotional responses in people. Sadness at a time of happiness. Uh, sadness in a time of happiness can be viewed as grief. And uh, so, when we uh, what we see going on at this time in our grieving stages, is people starting to uh, having crying spells, that alienate their family and friends, Uh, some lash out to loved ones, and uh, even avoiding phone calls and just wanting to be by themselves, Uh, the withdrawal in communication, some people remain in bed all day and turn the TV or the radio from memorable programs. These are things that happen to our loved ones or to people who are grieving. Uh, and then you ask, well, how long will this last? Uh, How long can I, how can I shorten the process? So try to accept that these feelings of sadness and pain are unavoidable and heightened during the holidays. Grief is a painful, challenging process that confronts every level of our being. It actually brings It changes to our lives. Many of our friends expect us to be over it, but grief can creep up on us, especially during the holidays. And though the pain exists, there is hope to eventually enjoy the holidays once again. So uh, again, some of the emotions felt in grief is shock, pain, numbness, ache. It deepens, the eighth deepens when it comes to holidays. Um, there are five stages of grief, you know, shock, bargaining, anger, depression, and finally, acceptance. So uh, we're trying to get everyone to get to that point of acceptance, but it's, there's a, a process and a long time, sometimes uh, up to years, two years possibly people that suffer suffering, go through that pain. So the interventions for the holidays, you know, the power of planning your holiday will not change your loss, but it can generate a sense of control over your situation. Some, though, they feel like being alone can actually fight that feeling and be around friends and family for support. It will assure you that Someone cares about you and your situation. Some people, however, when they feel a sense of control over the situation, they find new ways to acknowledge the season. The time of the year is not going away, so be creative in your grief during the holidays. There is no wrong way or right way to fight your way back to normalcy. So, the power of planning, you know, um, you once planned. You may plan with the person that you lost, you know. We have to get our self back to the planning stage to enjoy the holidays, being with our family and our friends and enjoying that time together. Uh, take control of your grief and take control of the situation, which is not an easy thing to do. But when you start, believe me, when you start working your way back, doing some of the things you once did. The more you do it, the more powerful it becomes. You know, assess, assess your feelings. Assess your feelings and uh, and find out what is right for you.
0: What so, right for you. excuse me. So, Dr. Francis, would you say probably in your planning, one of the best things to do is to plan include someone in your plans don't, certainly don't isolate yourself
1: right, that's Isn't, right
0: mm-hmm.
1: try not to isolate yourself you know, because isolation brings on uh, depression mm-hmm. and uh, it brings on those deep, hard pains and the pain just deepens with isolation you know, try to talk to family members on the phone, or try to be more communicative if you can you know, those are the things that you want to do to gain strength. It's just like getting over a cold. You have to do certain things to get back to where you are, were. So, um, that is what you want to do uh, once you experience this grief feeling. So, since I accept our feelings and find out which is, which is right for you, um, uh, This is a time to really search out your true feelings. Don't allow anyone to direct your path in this season. What may work for others may not work for you. Be true to your feelings. Mm -hmm. Some may want to be around family and friends, and some may choose to be alone. Don't allow traditions to dictate to you what you feel. Acting on your true feelings can lead to permanent solutions. Don't be afraid to laugh and enjoy family rituals. This will help you to uh, this will help you to move forward in the holiday season and to be more active and uh, embrace what is going on with you. As I spoke earlier about a children's book, uh, I want to make sure I uh, address this with the children. Hold on. on. got to get my slide back up. Okay. Remember to consult with your children at Christmas time. The children grieve, but they grieve in small doses. They mix the happiness with the grief. They may be playing with a toy, and all of a sudden, they stop and move sit quiet or even move to a corner of the room and think about a lost loved one. Though this is sad, try not to let it pull you in during the holiday season. Try to get them to share what they're feeling. if If they don't, then just overlook it at that period of time. Children are strong, and they have the ability to get over grief and bounce back. Children want to feel uh, comfortable and secure, and the way to do this is to keep as many family traditions as possible in front of them, and even come up with new ones and let them be a part of that. So I wrote, I'm wrote telling you about a, I told you about a book that I have written, "Grief Hit the Lone Family." This book has been very helpful to families with their children explaining grief the dying process and grief. What I did, I used the illustration of balloons. Mm-hmm. Uh, father balloon, the mother balloon, the son and the daughter. And in the beginning of the book, it shows them doing all types of things together and sharing time together. But uh, on over in the book, the mother balloon begin to begin to get frail and begin to lose air out of her balloon. So she's in the bed and the children wonder why the mother can't be with them anymore, why she can't come and play with them. And the father explained to them that the mother's losing her life and that she's sick and she may lose her life. And what I did, I used the air as a representation of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the air came out of the balloon and the balloon became so frail uh, that they buried it. They buried the balloon. However, the father explained to them that the air that was in that balloon is always with them. It's a representation of the uh, spirit. So uh, mm. it was very helpful. I've gotten great feedback off of that book. Yes.
0: Yeah. And uh, Dr. Francis, so the, and I think it's so important that people know the signs of grief. So for children... <laughs> Um. The I know you said earlier. Could you just could you just review the signs of grief, um, in the children? Because sometimes yes. I think people don't recognize. You know, they don't recognize the signs of grief. Yes. Okay. Of grieving.
1: If you, want, if you want to discuss feelings associated with their loss, such as anger, depression, fears, allow the child to share special memories of their loved ones as. It pertains to past holidays. It is important to let them lead. Let them lead. Mm -hmm. You can encourage them to write notes and draw pictures. What this does is bring out their feelings, what they're feeling. They can make a gift or write notes and deliver them to the gravesite. And that's just suggestive. It's not enforced. You don't have to do that. But uh, in some cases, it does help the child. Allow children to spend time with their friends and family on Christmas Day. Allow the, uh, the children to be part of the planning for uh, for Christmas, and when they are part of the gathering, they feel like they're still wanted. They feel they feel like they're still needed, but um, they may have at the first beginning of a death, they may experience shock, hmm. and then some may be anger. Angry. Some children get depressed, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the main uh, feelings, emotional feelings, is bargaining. You know, that's when they say, "If you bring my mother back, I'll do this." You know, mm-hmm. I'll do what she tell me to do, thinking that, thinking that there's a power to bring that loved one back. So you know, you listen to them and you try to explain to them that uh, mother won't be back but her presence will always be with you and um, finally accept it. They'll come around to accept the death and uh, accept that it's not going to change, but they can live happily ever after. And what I tell children is is that God has a plan for all of our lives. We're not here forever. And uh, they understand that. So. That helps them understand that we do have to live as productive as we can here on this earth while we're here. Because one day we will be gone. So, um, and explore your healing method. Okay, now exploring your healing method. So what method do you use to be healed? Spiritually, you want to pray and meditate. Allow yourself to be thoughtful, you know, think of things for your own life. Be reflective and not conquered. Don't let don't let that the grief conquer you. You can reflect on it though. And by reflective, you know, embrace some of the good times that you have had with the loved one. You know, uh, my brother and I sometimes we tease about my aunt. And my cousin, we're at a place now where we can laugh about these things mm-hmm. and it helps us, it helps us, so um, you want to get to that point. and we couldn't, I, we couldn't always do that now, but it, you have to get to that point during the process go to new places you know, and now you have to consider COVID, but you want to explore new places, new things and last but not least take care of yourself and then, uh, as the scripture, Matthew 28, 20, Jesus said, I will be with you always to the end of the world. So, that is uh, basically my uh, presentation. Uh, if you have any questions, Ms. Farmer, uh, we, can discuss. we can continue this discuss.
0: What do you think? What would you say to, sometimes I know it's challenging um, with people who are around people who, you know, have lost a loved one, Um, you know, sometimes people are are very uncomfortable. So what would you say to that person um, who is with someone uh, grieving? Uh, What advice would you give to them as far as um, encouraging that person or... Are, um, helping that person get through their their time of grieving
1: are you talking about the person grieving or the person that's with that
0: person well i I'm, I'm asking for the person who's with that person to support and help that person what what advice would you give to them?
1: I would say walk on eggshells around that person and allow that person to be themselves accept who they are in the presence in that present time, don't try to convince them to be anything else. Mm. What you are there for is a support to them. Mm. So you can't take away what they are truly feelings. Their feelings belong to them. So if you want to help them and be supportive, then you need to listen to them and just let them know that you are walking with them through this. Uh, In my time as a chaplain, many times I sit with family members and not say a word. (laughs) And that was so helpful to them Mm -hmm. that I allowed them to be who they were. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would say just be careful what you say to them. Don't mislead them in thinking that uh, something great is going to happen. It's not. They're going to have to go through the process of grieving. And that's what it is. And you might want to mention that in doses as well, you know, honey, you're grieving, you know, and, you know, I'm here with you. Those type things. uh, Open ended questions, you know, allowing them to express themselves, how they're feeling. But Mm -hmm. basically, when you're you're in that state of mind, you want someone to listen to you, Mm -hmm. you want them them to be there, uh, someone that won't try to take over. A conversation won't try to tell you what you feel, you want somebody to be there for you. So,
0: um,
1: mm-hmm. just being just be present with this. great means
0: a lot, right? Very. that is one. Um, Dr. Francis, I am actually, um, and as Hi Ian and I met. We serve on the same ministry at my church called the Mercy Ministry, and so. Uh, being a part of that ministry, we're required to take a pastoral uh, class. And that is one of the things, that's why I asked that, because uh, I know, and I was, many people are very uncomfortable with being around um, people that are grieving. But that was one of the greatest lessons, and I remember from that class, is just be there. You don't have to say anything, but just be present. Your presence makes is very uh, supportive, and 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 everything you said. Just be a good listener, and don't be trying to lead and guide, because people, once again, are different, and um, you know they grieve differently as well. So,
1: and another thing, another thing is know what you are feeling, because sometimes we sit with people and we impose our feelings on them. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful. and the way you handle other people because it may be some of your own disparities or your own uh issues that's coming out into them. We're projecting we project certain things off on them. So it's best to be a good listener and lead by following. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. Lead by following.
0: That's good. Follow them.
1: Follow them.
0: That's good. That's good. Well I think that that is is um all that I um you did a great your presentation once again was great and I thank you so much for sharing that and, and as I said during this time and this season, during the holidays as anyway, uh, you know, we have so many people that are uh, depressed, and as you've said, starting off, it's not a it's not a happy time for everybody during this season, and certainly for someone who is um, grieving. And um, we're told that you know the time makes it easier, and but at the time, you know, if this is your first. Uh, Christmas without that person, first, is it's very challenging. So when you you can't see that at the time in front of you, you you just one minute to the next. So with people telling you that that doesn't really help, um, you know, because once again you're not feeling that. So, but I thank you so much for um, sharing with us, and um, I I know that someone is going to be helped and and blessed. Um, from what you have shared with us. So I want to thank you. And um, at this time, I'm going to ask you always to give my guests, I call it their commercial break. And we want to hear, so we want to hear more about um, if anyone would love to, because it sounds like a great book um, for children, anyone to, you know, that have um, uh, some children um, that you're going through in it, um, you know, a time of. Um, Grieving, um, a great book to have on hand. Um, So, if you could tell us, share with us how our listeners could um, get that, possess that book, and anything else, like I said, this is your commercial time that you want to share with us. Okay.
1: Um, Yes, again, uh, the Pastoral Care Institute of Atlanta, we. uh, we're putting together this, um, the Pastor Care Institute, which provides care for people, uh, congregants. You do not have to be of a certain denomination. You do not have to be, uh, a certain church or whatever. If you need any kind of help, you can reach out to us through my email, which is T as in Tom. F as in Frank, R as in Rap, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy, and C as in Cat, I as in Intelligent. the number six at bellsouth.net. That is my email. And, um, you have to get in touch with me through the email only at this time. But um, the two books that we do have on the shelf is, one, I Watch Them Die and Dying Lives Matter. That is basically my work from my doctoral program that I did to inspire and encourage church leaders to be more attuned to the needs of family members. Because as a chaplain, I was getting a lot of feedback that the pastors were not coming to help them and sit with them. And what that book does, it models uh, a way of sitting with people Mm -hmm. and how to sit with people. And it actually gives my story of how I got into all of this. And um, it's a good book to read. Uh, The second book is Grief Hit the Loon Family and it is explaining death and dying to children. And uh, it's an illustrated book of balloons. You can get these on Amazon. And uh, again, that book is an illustration of balloons and the mother's balloon gets sick. Now, what's good about this book, in the back of this book is a periphery hand print. And it's for those children who have sick parents or parents who are going to die or grandparents, anyone that's dear to them, they can go and put that person's hand on the perforated page and trace around that perforated uh, hand and they can have that for life throughout their lives. Oh, that's wonderful. That
0: that's in wonderful. that book.
1: That's in that mm-hmm. book.
0: That's wonderful. And um, you, Dr. Francis, when you said that, it made me think about, and that is one of the greatest gifts. Um, when my mom was, um, I was part uh, caretaker of my mom um, when she was in assistant living. Um, I remember, because we have this great technology. And so I remember um, when I was at um, visiting my mom, I was in town visiting my mom. I used to go back and forth to assist my sister. Um, th- one of the greatest advice she gave me, I just wish I had learned it sooner and I could have recorded, but my mom loves to sing. And so I would always, and I pulled out the old hymn book. I bought the <laughs> I had bought the whole hymn book in, and so I would say, I didn't get that gift, so, but my mom could sing. So I would say, Mom, and I would tell her the song, you know, she said, what you want me to sing? And she'd sing. So one day the um, CNA came in, and she said, oh, you need to record, you need to record, Mary, you need to record. And I did, I recorded, I actually pulled it out last week, I was just because I have it on my phone, I kept it, so whenever I'm having a day, I'll pull it out a lot of times and listen. Um, to my mom singing and one day we had we had like a really great I mean we was having praise and worshiping and my brother-in-law who's also a a minister he was there and he can sing and preach so he was singing and then the CNA had a beautiful voice so we also I had to record (laughs) <laughs> of all of that. But um I had my mom actually she was singing a, a song. I and I remember, you know, I just I pulled it out and I was listening to it the other day. So that's really uh very comforting. Um, you know, that uh, that's that's something I just love and I remember it and I was glad I had, although it's that one song um that day, but I was glad I had recorded it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah that is so nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, her song, she was singing, I won't have to pray no more, <laughs> she was saying, she was talking about, I can't even remember, I mean, you don't want me to sing it, don't we won't have nobody listening on <laughs> this podcast, yeah, but I remember that she said, I won't have to worry no more, she was singing about something about sitting on the banks, and it, but it was a beautiful, it was just, just a memory and listening to, to the voice, so, Yeah,
1: that is that is good right there. This this is where you want to get to with your uh, dying process Mm -hmm. and uh, your grieving process. You want to get to acceptance, Mm -hmm. and that is part of it. Just uh, remembering that person in a good way, Mm -hmm. being able to laugh and to rejoice.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yes.
1: As Christians we believe in our heart that we will see them again. yes
0: yes yes and that that just you know that is so um once again that right there because we we it's farewell it's not goodbye I always say it's farewell and it's not goodbye so um yes so well, thank you so much, um, Dr. Francis for coming, sharing with us. And so listeners, we certainly appreciate too, where the books are, because that sounds like a wonderful book to have on hand um, for the children. Uh, oh, yeah. The balloon family, uh-huh, definitely. So because uh, we're all gonna have to, once again, we know that that's part of everybody's story um, for sure that um we will be departing this place That's right. so uh, we want to prepare as much as we um can um yeah. prepare so we thank you once again for uh, coming and sharing um oh, you with you
1: me. thank you for having me
0: yes so and I know that you are very busy and you've had a long day. So <laughs> we will not um, keep you feel um, any time that you um, want to depart from us. We certainly understand. Um, and thank you again for sharing. Okay. Right. All righty. Mm-hmm. Thank you okay listeners so we want to um, certainly, once again uh, that's empowering information but we says we say it's not powerful until we apply it so um, in this season we have heard great um, information for uh, on this podcast as we um, have to experience is that he gave great information on uh, grieving as we go through our process because this is once again um, it's the healthy thing to do and we all um, have uh, we're going to have to walk that road and this year as I said in the beginning um, many of us have lost loved ones and we know others who have as well so Victor, from victim to victory what we do you know we, we come to encourage and to um, help you navigate um, from victim to victory so we are victorious as we just talked about if we know the one who created us as lord and savior we are um, as we said we will see our loved ones um one day he has told us we have that faith and trusting and believing in God's word what he has told us that this is not the end that part of our journey we are this is not our home we are uh, journeying through we are not citizens of this earth but um we have a home that's greater and higher than earth and so um if you do not know him, if you have not accepted him as Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. I Say, we don't know what our expiration is, date is, but we know that we have one. And so we want to um, make sure we're in position that we will see our loved ones uh, once again. So... It's just uh, simply a conversation with him. Ask him into your heart. And pray and ask him into your heart. And ask for forgiveness of your sins. And that you accept him as the one who has died for you. And given his life. And that you want um, to give your life to him. Um, to be Savior and Lord of. So, and don't put it off. Because once again, we don't know. Tomorrow, next minute, the sec- it's not promised to us. So, alrighty. Well, I thank you listeners for uh, every week. Like I say, for tuning in. And just want to remind you um, of your homework. is sharing with your friends and family and everyone. Uh, This great podcast that we uh, share with you weekly. And um, we could not do that without you. So we thank you for joining us and thank you for inviting others. And um, thank you for uh, just making it happen, you know, Uh, because we couldn't do it without you. And just want to remind you, as I remind you each week on Tuesdays, we upload on um, several of our platforms, several platforms you can find us on. And I tell you to go to our website and just click on the, the menu you will see, listen to. Podcast, click on that, and it will take you to the page with all those platforms there. And by the way, the website is from Victim, the number two, victoryllc.com. Click on that, and it will open up that window when you'll see all those podcasts. Click on which one you want, and um, we upload on Anchor. So, Miss Mary is normally up clicking on Anchor, and that opens takes me right to that website and you will see all the podcasts the most recent one for that week with the one will be at the top but you'll see all the other ones and gives you a little script uh, description so you can go back and and um, listen to any of them whenever you want so we are um excited about what god is doing he's expanding from victim to victory and we um So thankful and so grateful. And uh, I know that um, you all continue to hear me talk about our devotional book. I'm so excited about it. And it's great lessons in that for us. It's teaching us um, that we distribute this quarterly. Um, And once again, great lessons in there that we can apply to our daily lives. It's a great devotional to help you enhance uh, your relationship with uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and just um growing growing in our uh, spirit now you know we educate in the five areas, and um this week, of course we had our with our with our grieving spiritual and where well, that's we talked about once again um the spiritual part of if you are a Christian. Um and you know, the Lord and Savior, Spirit, we're going to leave this earth, but we will meet our loved ones again. So we can say we've educated on the spiritual, certainly the emotional and mental wellness with grieving. And then um, the other areas that we educate on is physical wellness and pre-planning. Now, we need to talk about that. Um, as far as planning and having our events, directives, and even just planning our services or whatever it is, It's so important um, to have those um, in order. I, um, with my friend that I told you about, I lost that that transition this week. It was so because she had she had put her, her things. Are everything in order and it was so, this is so important and I always talk to people about, I say it's a gift. Your living will is a gift uh, to your family as well. And then I say if it's your final wishes that you have put together, that's your farewell gift. And it's so important. It's so important and helps the family so much. Um, This week when my friend's son called me to tell me about the arrangements, he told me that she had, and I knew she had her, and I had had the conversation about her planning. And um, so I knew that she had it together. I didn't know all the details, but I know that she had planned. And he said that was so helpful to him. Um that she had done that. It made it easier for him. And so that is a true love gift that you give to your family. You remember it's not all about you. You know, don't be selfish. You you're gone and if you know the Lord is you're good. No more pain and suffering, but you have your family that's left here to deal with the aftermath, that grieving and then all the other things. So it's important that we do pre-plan and make it as easier on our family that we're leaving behind is possible that's a great love gift so remember that and that's why I always encourage you and um, we educate on pre-planning um, so we're going to get someone on soon to talk to us about that because we haven't had that, that um, education oh, uh, session in that in a while so I've got to work on that Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. And let me move on. I went kinda went kind of back. But anyway, the other thing I want to thank you um and talk to you about is our not just our devotional books, but also we have our spiritual, our um inspirational scripture, um, prayer and um the message that we send out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um that's sent out from victim to victory. Um, just encourage you it's a great little message with the scripture once again and an inspirational message and a prayer it ends with a prayer um, and that certainly encourages and helps and it's great to share that you know you can share that it's text out so you can text it to some forward it to other friends and family a lot of people do that because uh, the word is powerful It is so powerful and it's comforting and and that's Jesus. The word is Jesus. getting to know him and his character. So um, connect yourself with that. If you're not getting it, just text Miss Mary or call her at 678-910-4856 and say, Miss Mary, I want to be added to that list. I want to be added and you can do that anytime. Now the devotionals are quarterly and we just started out in December however but if you you still if you would like um to join get on that list contact me about that contact me about that because I come up with a book <laughs> so alrighty, I want to thank you all for your donations your donations we uh, we certainly need them and thank you because they pay for those books and also our caregiver appreciation club we appreciate our caregivers you know we um select one each month that we um send a uh, token of appreciation just to say we love you we're praying for you we're thinking of you our caregivers are very near and dear to my heart that is a marvelous calling it's very challenging so once again we just want to let them know that we are praying for them and thinking about them um, is they um, are doing their assignment. Those are angels, okay. Those are angels. Alrighty, guys. I want to remind you about uh, my econ, our financial wellness that we also educate on. My econ is. Educating, done a lot of information. We're getting ready for tax season now. So each week we're learning more and more about preparing business owners and telling you the best ways to to save money. Our our smart team is saving money and reducing taxes. That's what that stands for. And I'm telling you, it is an amazing company. It's a 15-year debt-free company with the founders Mr. Carey and uh, Mr. Spivey and they are compassionate and uh, they're passionate and they are compassionate too about helping people um, start their own business. Uh, There's five uh, strategies that are taught and um, I'm telling you I'm learning a lot and I am being blessed and, and benefiting for and following those strategies so I invite you to join us on uh, Tuesdays is our invitation um, for the look at um, what we're teaching for you to get a glance at that um, company and see what they are all about and I certainly invite you every tuesday we call it transformation because it will transform your life transformational tuesday and they are millionaires and they are millionaire producers and i'm gonna be one of them so um i invite you um once again to join me join us on that on tuesday evenings at seven um trans uh once again call or text me for the access information for it is a zoom um meeting zoom so you don't have to leave home all you need is to access information to get to get to it Six seven eight nine one zero four eight five six 910 miss mary's number and then of course we got Exenula. Exenula is our physical health wellness supplements we are Uh, People have great testimonies on how. I heard one last night because Dr. um, Williams, who was with me uh, last week uh, on the podcast, um, we talked about making health, uh, making your health a priority. So um, she does her call every Thursday evening, although the next two Thursdays, of course, uh, due to the holidays, uh, we won't be there, but come January, She'll be back on. But ask Dr. Williams. Great call. Ask all sorts of health questions. Anything you have on your mind. And um, then she can recommend one of the Exingular products. That that will help you with whatever issue you're having. With your physical body. Okay. And even um, mental wellness as well too. Okay. Because we have to... To preserve our memories as well. So um and both of those you can get to my websites for both of those if you just go once again to from Victim to Victory to the Resource Center. All of that's there and much, much more. So do check out that resource center because it is has some wonderful beneficial information. If not for you, as I always say it's not all the way all it's not all about you. It's there um someone you know um probably need it and uh need it so you can help other people. It may not be for you now and you may need it later. Um but once again um let's think about others and not just about ourselves. All righty. Okay. And before I leave you guys I wanna you know I always like to share something inspirational and I love this and um, when I knew that Dr. Francis was going to join me, um, to talk about grief, I pulled out this, which I love. Um, the other week I came across this, um, life purpose. So we all created and God created us with a purpose be even before We were born. He Isn't that just amazing just to think about that? He knew. He created us for a purpose. He had a purpose in mind. And and then said, let there be Mary. And so he knew what his plans were for me. And for my life. And how he was going to use me to glorify him. And so he created me with purpose. I'm telling you, we serve an intentional purpose purposeful God so you have a purpose in life and if you don't know it ask him and he can tell you and he will I'm telling you so don't go it will be so sad to go through your whole life and not have lived on purpose I would say live on purpose do what God created you to do so listen to this it says for the Lord Host has for the Lord of hosts has purpose has proposed and who will annul it has purposed. Oh, Miss Mary, yes, let me get this right because it is good and I don't want to mess it up. For the Lord of hosts has purposed and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out and who will turn it off. And that's Isaiah 1427. Okay, and it's the New King James Version. Listen to this. Life's purpose is what it's titled. Once again, it says, God has a purpose for your life. He's already planned out your days, lined up the different scenes, and established your ending. Today's scripture asked, Who can stop it? Who will turn it back? God is saying I'm the all-powerful creator of the universe. Now, who can stop my plan for your life? Who can change your ending? People can't. Unfair situations can't. Tragedy can't. I have the final say. When you feel like you are on a life detour, when you come to a dead end with something you don't understand, Don't get upset or live frustrated. It's just one scene. When all the scenes of your life come together, it's going to work out for your good. What looks like a setback is really God setting you up to get you to the fullness of your destiny. Stay in peace knowing that God is directing your steps, even the detours. The dead ends and the U-turns will work to your advantage. Alright, so once again, you have a purpose. And don't let things, you're always going to have, those are just distractions. So don't let that throw things that happen and throw you off. Don't get off track. Once again, know what your purpose is and know that God is. Knows he has purposed you. He has purposed you. Your life means something. And he has a plan. And he has a purpose. And so he's the one to go to. Alrighty. So let us remember that. That is a powerful word. um, Once again. When we apply it. So. The bottom line is. Know God. Trust Him and have faith and believe because He's faithful to His Word and what He says. That's the truth. That's truth. Okay? Alrighty. That is powerful. Alrighty. So, guys, this is Miss Mary sounding off until next week. I have enjoyed, as I do always, being your host. And I just want to remind you to be safe and be healthy. And once again, I trust that this podcast has been a blessing to um, someone. And we have dedicated this to... Those who are grieving, those who have lost loved ones um this year and um recently, certainly um as we said, grieving is a it's a process, and it's different for everyone and for those who um because Dr. Francis blessed us with great advice for those as well who are uh, being supportive and great listeners uh, to those who you support in their grieving. Let us be great listeners. We don't necessarily have to say anything. Let that person lead. That is so important. Let that person who's grieving lead. Um, and thank you guys once again. I love you. Um, be blessed until next week. This is Miss Mary. Take care.